Hello everyone. The black creator I would like to promote this week is Tanya DePass, uh, also known as Cypher of Tear. She is a producer and cast member of Rivals of Waterdeep. I know that I've picked Rivals of Waterdeep cast people uh, for two sessions in a row, but uh, she's also doing an amazing job of advocating for diversity in many different spaces, including uh, the tabletop RPG space as well, so I wanted to elevate the conversation that she's continuing to have. She's continuously called for people to promote black creators within their space, not just when the Black Lives Matter movement uh, gained more traction during this year, but into the future. And her words have strongly influenced me to uh, continue to uh, promote people, so I want to thank her for her advocacy and for pushing me and others within our community to be better. This isn't just a moment, it's a movement. She has continuously called for diversification in many different organizations and groups uh, that she's been active in. She also started a nonprofit foundation called uh, I Need Diverse Games, which is dedicated to uh, diversifying all aspects of gaming. Um, in addition to being an active voice within the TTRPG community. I'll be posting a link to her Twitter page with today's episode as well, if you wouldn't mind uh, going to her PayPal, uh, Coffee, or Patreon to give her some support as well if you're able. Thank you to all of you who are able to join me in giving her support. Please enjoy today's episode. Previously on SCP Play. So we were asleep, and then when we opened our eyes, we're in front of this carnival. Man, this is such a nice dream. Miles, what circus are you talking about? Wait. Herman Fuller's... Circus Herman of the Disquieting? Fuller. Oh. God. How did you find out about this place? The person who is at the sink is what looks like a clown. They reply to you without opening their mouth. Well, I work here, kiddo. Are you lost? Have fun at the circus. What's your thought process here, Ned? I still say the first thing we gotta do is find our stuff. If you head on back to the billboard that's outside, I'll highlight the different people you'll have to go to to find your items. Can you tell me whether or not I have siblings? You have something blocking your mind. Smash cut. You see Miles' nose twitching, and then a little bit of steam and like snuffs up his nostrils, and you see his face turn and light up as he sees a man walk by with a corn dog. <laughs> Wait, you already got a corn dog. <laughs> did I get yeah. a corn dog? I forgot. I forgot one last time. Yeah, you and me got corn dogs in the little. Uh, I know we got it? root beer. No, no, <laughs> no. Root beer. You got root beer. Oh, we didn't he, get corn dogs yet. Yeah, Miles oh, was for damn. sure like he. He first wanted the corn dog, but then ADD took over or ADHD took over, <laughs> and then he just immediately saw that there was root beer, and that's what he wanted. Then he yeah. had all the root beer, and then he went to the bathroom because he chugged it too quick. That was. And it. then he ran into the clown, and then you all had to actually do things that wasn't right. getting root beer and other things. <laughs> that was it. Honestly, and now that we're was back highlight. on track. That was the highlight of last episode. Really. <laughs> that whole, that whole thing. 
I mean, yeah, I think you can we just definitely keep doing stuff like that. I think that stuff's fun. Like, I'm gonna I, I plant think... little things that you can do along the way of your travels. <laughs> I think we just start this episode with the uh, little cinematic description that Jacob gave us of Miles smelling the corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's perfect. I, I'm in love with it. <laughs> so uh, when we left off, you all were looking at the bulletin board um, and you just figured out where all of your uh, items are uh, supposed to be kept at. Um, except for Agnes, you kind of have like a place to start, but the flyer for you, uh, was ripped away and just a little bitty piece was left. But, uh, the one that was posted over it is the one for Nixie, the Nereid, um, Nereid, Nereid, near, near something. I, I'm going to keep saying Nereid and just own it if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, but I think that's I right. Think, I, I think so too. Um, so you all had a little bit of time to discuss uh, like uh, after the last session we finished um, and we figured out kind of like a, a tentative order to go and I was able to sketch up a map and uh, show a bit of the layout of the park. Um, I may upload that to socials or I may make that a patron exclusive thing. But uh, either way, the order of uh, the items that you will venture to each of them. Uh, your goal was to go from outside inward because you got the impression that it was more dangerous as you go inward. Um, so the first one uh, would be for the uh, occult escapeologist, uh, which Benji, I told you your item, the skeleton key was being kept there. Um, and then you were going to go to Nixie the Nereid uh, to see if you could find any leads on Anya's item. And the one you chose uh, is 776 Arc, uh, which is the die with several different powers. Then the next item after that is uh, kept with the Indestructible Man, uh, which has Ned's item, uh, the Horde of Toidnak. And then the final item uh, is for Miles, which is uh, SCP-958 uh, General Beep. And that is kept with the Clowns, which uh, has an entry that's the 2912. Okay, so uh, that's where all of your items are. Um, so if you all are ready, um, you are currently at the, uh, bulletin board if you want to head off. Um, so the general direction that I gave the party is kind of going like clockwise and generally inward, and they should be able to sweep by, uh, all the different tents that have their items. So, uh, if you're ready to head off, uh, we can go ahead and set off. If there's anything else you want to do, maybe chase down a corn dog before you go. Uh, go to the restroom again, maybe. <laughs> See if you run into anyone else. I think Miles just looks wistfully at the man with the corn dog, but uh, the uh, uh, what was the great Zoltan has yeah. uh, sort of uh, imbibed him with some sobriety here, and he's <laughs> a little more focused on. He needs to stay sharp focused as well as he can, which is not well by any standard <laughs> <laughs> got a whiff of coffee and now he's focused right <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so then from the bulletin board you all head off uh in the direction 
of the occult escapeologist. Um, on your way there, you uh, first have to go through a uh, like a gimmicky carnival game area. Uh, so there's like the climb the ladder rung that has like the single pivot points on either end. Um, there's like the knock down the bottles game and then there's like the ring toss that like nobody ever wins but then they place the little rings on like some of the ones in the middle to make it look like somebody has won already (laughs) but really like that's just a huge scam and that's the one that people lose the most money on wake up people miles teeth are just clenched as he for and you see his neck muscles just fully flexed as he's trying to force himself to look forward and not turn side to side and get distracted (laughs) by these things so, um, it seems like we should, uh, try to fetch our items in a specific order. Um, who has the most valuable items? What did everybody get? I got a robot, but I think mine's in the center, so I don't think we should get that first. Uh, I, I got a key that supposedly opens any door, so that might be helpful, I guess. How many keyholes are there around here? And then Miles looks side to side and forgets himself, trying to see how many of these tents have keyholes. You hear and... a loud ringing of like a bell coming from one of them. Like, <laughs> oh, someone just won a prize. Look, there's a oh. really large doll thing. It's a big old Pikachu. <laughs> okay, he's going to start looking around. Do these require money? Uh, You see like a a few like game tickets and also cash being handed around it looks like you can do like either one and i don't have i don't have either one though (laughs) i mean have you checked your pockets okay well miles checks his pockets finds his baseball cards in there but does he find anything else uh i i would think that along with the tickets you had like 20 bucks slipped in there (gasps) guys guys Item search on hold. I gotta play this ring toss game. Look, people have won it before. I I can win too. And I, I see Miles is twenty bucks, and I uh, I try to steal it because you know I'm greedy. <laughs> okay, greedy. Yeah, act under pressure. Oh yeah. Do I get to contest this at all? I don't know how this game works when it's PvP. That's a good question. We'll we'll handle it depending on uh, right, how I'll, this I'll result goes. Can I read a bad situation? <laughs> <laughs> I got a nine. I, I, uh, that's a mixed success. So like, uh, <laughs> you're able you're able to like resist, but like if you see a, a prime opportunity to snatch it from Miles, you're you're gonna act on that. Awesome. Like you if he's watch out. Looking. Or maybe my twenty dollars is safe, but whatever prize I win is not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Um, okay, Miles is going to kind of look at Agnes out of the corner of his eye and kind of side-eye her, but then zip on over to the ring toss guy and be like, all right, how, mu- how much to play? Uh, it's like uh, 50 cents a-, a ring. Like? You don't have a... Okay, whatever. Can you break it 20? Uh, yeah, sure. Do you- how many uh, do you want to do? Um, I'll just stick with two for now and I'll come back if I have extra money. I gotta have enough for a corn dog, and I know they overcharge for those things around here. Alright, uh let me just count uh, out here. Was ten, five, ten, one, one, one. Alright, there you go. And here's two rings for you and a bonus one, uh, just cause it's your first time. Wow, you even knew it was my first time. How'd you know? And Miles is gonna toss a ring. Uh okay. 
so you have three. Uh, do you have a D100 on you? I do. Okay. Go ahead and roll that uh, three times for me. Okay. One moment. That's a 51. Okay. 86. 40. Okay. The With the 51 and the 40 some odd, like uh, they both just like clink in between bottles with the 87 it like kind of spins around the top of the lip of one of them and gives you a little bit of hope but then it just <gasps> pops right back off oh drat okay give me one more <laughs> all right uh do you hand him a full dollar yeah to, I, right. just give me two more actually i can right. I, I think i was close all right he hands you two more rings all right uh even 80 okay and then miles is gonna see that one uh, kind of do the same thing. He's like, hmm. You know what? Anya's here. I bet you can do better. And I hand the ring to Anya's. Okay. Jordan, do you do you have a one d hundred? I don't. I've, okay. I I mean I do. I just I'd have to look for it. So I don't. Okay. Have uh, Jake, if you want to roll for? Her? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait. Hang on. That's a two. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so the the first one you throw like kind of same thing it like kind of hits the top of one doesn't do a spin but just like plinks off uh and the one you hand to Anya's um I think that's impressively bad enough that like it bounces off of the top of one of the bottles and goes and hits the guy who was like vending <laughs> them to you like in the face not quite in the eye but it's like enough of like Mm. She just like chucks yeah, okay. the ring full strength. To be fair, Anya's has probably never done one of these before, so <laughs> he's like kind of impressed that it even did that, just because it was like so bad that he just like hands you like a tiny, uh, like keychain sized, um, let's go with like a a Pidgey. <laughs> We're just making them all uh, Pokemon themed prizes, I guess. <laughs> nice. Good job, good job, Anya's. I mean, now technically, I got a courtesy one because I, it was my first time, and this is her first time too. So does she get an extra? He just stares at you. <laughs> um, I think he's already kind of mad at me. We should just go. I'll see my way out. Thank you, uh, thank you for letting me play. Mm. Thanks for paying. Um, my pleasure. I, yeah. And then I whisper yeah. to Anya as we go back. I don't even know where this $20 came from, so <laughs> sweet deal. Seems like everybody's happy. All right. Um, what were we saying? I think we're, we were making some sort of plan of where to go. Yeah, I think we was uh, talking about what all we got. And uh, I think mine would be the the most valuable in terms of money. It's some some golden stuff. I don't really know, but when I looked through the catalog, I kind of felt drawn to it. But uh, it, it's some sort of golden stuff. I know that. It's, we can uh, play so much ring toss. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Nice. Same way we could win then. one. Because the best, uh, the best games you can play is the ones uh, bought with someone else's dime. Ain't that the truth? Okay, so definitely we need to hit that first so that we can get it uh, before we run into any more games. Um, unless there's something else that would be useful. What did you get, Agnes? Uh I ordered a dice, more or less. 
Uh, okay. Is it like loaded dice or something? You're going to be doing some gambling? It's loaded with some sick magic. Nah. Oh. Oh, well, like to make it roll better? Sort of like normal loaded dice or what does it do? If it's just dice. What doesn't it do? Okay, this is enigmatic. So, um <laughs> Okay, well, I think I think I think my tent is the closest, so why don't we just hit that one up first and go in order? Yeah, that that seems fair. Um, and yours might be useful if we maybe we can stop by that loading dock and maybe we'll be able to find something there with your key. There might be uh, some more yeah, gold they left on the truck or something. Let's give it a shot. So that's the occult escape artist. That sounds fun. Whatever. What's that an occult? Means. Uh. Not good. That's like a jungle cat, right? No, that's an <laughs> ocelot. My bad. I read about those in a book. Um, okay, well, let's go learn about occults. And that should be interesting. Uh, I look, so we do we we have our own little map, right? Uh, yes, I okay. think they're like at, at the front next to the billboard. There was like a big oh, map yeah. that you yeah, could I look grabbed at one. with little, little bitty ones you could grab too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I grabbed one last episode. All right, let's roll up to it. Yes, nice. let's go. Okay, so you all, uh, you now reach the uh, tent of, as you get more towards the end of the uh, like prize game like gimmicky stuff area like you pass by like a basketball hoop area where people are just shooting um and turns out there's no scam with those usually it's just that people are not good at basketball <laughs> uh like the free throw ones that everyone just like I, I say that but i'm also really bad at basketball so i would do just as bad as everyone else does yeah difference is i don't waste my money on it <laughs> this is a sentiment i'm very familiar with <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Uh, so once you reach like the end there, you come up to uh, a, a small like show tent, uh, similar to the one that you saw with uh, the amazing Zoltan. And you walk up to this one, and there's a sign at the front that says uh, "Occult Escapeologist." And uh, the show uh, conveniently is about to start. Uh, the time posted for it there. Um, it goes like every hour or so, and you're about to walk up on the top of the hour. So. Uh, would you all like to walk in and see the show of the escapologist? Yeah. Sure. Sounds great. Do to we me. have to pay for Let's... this one? Uh, no. So I think that the admission into the front and like a lot of the food and everything else is what they get you with. Uh, the shows are pretty much free. Maybe some of the more expensive ones would be like the ones that are in the middle in like the, the tent that's in the very middle. They may charge you like another five bucks to get in there. But uh, the ones on the outside, they're uh, pretty much free to help convince you to come no matter what your uh, budget is. So uh, you walk into the tent. Uh, it's got like a seating area. You all uh, line up there and you sit down and there's a little stage up at the front there. And in there, you see uh, atop the stage, there's just like a table with like a box that's sitting up there. It's like a sturdy looking wooden box. Uh, and it's kind of like got a little bit of a lock on the front of it. And uh, you see uh, as uh, there's also a 
clock uh, that's set up over the stage there to show what time it is and when you can expect the show to start. And uh, as soon as the second hand uh, ticks the final spot to make it uh, the top of the hour, we'll say it's like 10 a.m., the box up on the stage begins to rustle. And you notice uh, that this box, uh, you maybe assume like a small animal is in it. Um, It's fairly small. It's like about a like foot cube uh, each way. Um, So you think like, I don't know, maybe there's like a cat or a ferret in there or something. Um, And it's rustling and shaking pretty violently and it eventually falls off the table. Um, And as uh, it falls, the top of the box uh, bursts open and the lock that uh, had been keeping it closed uh, falls away um, and out rolls a... uh, fairly small looking uh vietnamese lady uh she kind of was in like what looked like a literally a small ball uh and is just rolls out of the box uh springs upward um and does like uh the stance that gymnasts do whenever they f- stick the landing uh just perfect like up on their tippy toes and uh hands up in the air and just says like ta-da and there's like some light clapping that comes from the crowd. Um, Miles more is aggressive. so happy. He's so <laughs> impressed. <laughs> uh, and the lady does just like a, a few bows here and there um, and heads back uh, behind the tent that's behind the stage there. Um, and people begin getting up and filing out. It was kind of an anticlimactic show, but uh I think some of these are more short because they expect you to be walking out and going and seeing lots of different things going on. They do that so, once uh, an hour. Yeah. She just, just rolls out of a box. Hey man, this leaves. is a, this is a giant fair. You got a lot of different shows to see. This isn't one of those ones where one of those parks where they're having you wait in long lines just to uh, ride on a, a roller coaster for three minutes. It's like in and out. We're moving. This is a, this is the best circus that you've ever been to. It's Maximum like efficiency. action, action, minute to minute. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I mean, Miles is a little disappointed, but <laughs> he's like, maybe if we go talk to her, we'll she'll do more tricks for us. Hey, uh, what makes her an occult? Ben, did you see your key anywhere? Uh, Ken- Keeper Kenneth, did I see the key anywhere? Uh, you did not see the key. No key. Okay. Uh, no, actually, I didn't see it. There was a a lock on the box. Uh, maybe it's connected with that. Could be. But uh, I think Miles is right. I think we got to go backstage. Is there anyone that would be, like, preventing us from going backstage? Uh, Is there, like, security? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, as you look around, uh, the rest of the people who were in the tent uh, have now filed out. um, And you notice that uh, now sitting behind you is the lady who was in the box. (gasps) And she's Ah. like, if you want to talk to me, you can just talk to me. What's up, kids? Uh, Hey, Half Harpy. Uh, Pretty bold of all of you just to be walking around. What do you you mean? We're just... 
here to visit the circus. We were invited here. Why did you call me out as a half harpy? That is so rude. I just call it as I see it. That's what you are, aren't you? Well, that's a nine-year-old boy and you're not calling him out. She did call me kid. Do you know how many half harpies I see through here and how many nine-year-olds I see in here? I'm be- Nine-year-olds I'm- a dime a dozen. You're well, pretty special. That I'm special, too. My mom says I'm special. I'm sure she does. So, we're wondering if you've had something of ours. Ben- Benji, what was it? Some kind of key? Uh, yeah, yeah, looking for a, a, a special key. Uh, yeah. You heard anything I about assume- that? Yeah, it's the one that wound up on my desk this morning. She uh, pulls a key out of her pocket, and it looks to be like a pretty old-looking key. It's like a little bit rusted. It's uh, got a big metal loop on the end of it, uh, and it's looks like it would go to like a 17th century door. It's pretty simple and probably uh, has a, would go to a fairly simple locking mechanism, so it looks like nothing special, but fits the dollar of like what the skeleton key would be historically i mean it makes sense that this would wind up in my possession i'm the occult escapologist this helps me get out of anywhere i want so i'm gonna need a pretty big bargaining chip if you want me to just give it up to you miles hands holds out a dollar (laughs) that's sweet so we got a we got a deal or what, lady? Listen, I ain't uh, gonna offer this twice. She just pulls like a wad of like several hundreds out of her pocket, and just like, I'm good. Miles narrows his eyes as he puts his dollar back in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bargaining chip are you talking about? Well, uh, see, there's a certain guy that runs this place here. His name's Manny. You notice him pretty easy. He's got an upside-down face. See, he has a lockdown on everyone who's moving throughout the park, all of his workers. But for some reason, he hasn't noticed all yous yet. So, what I need you to do is to go to his tent and get something for me. Now, you're going to need this key to get in there. You'll be able to find the box pretty easy. He doesn't really keep it hidden. But it's pretty well protected by some magics that he's got, right? So I need you to open it, and this key will get right past it. I've been trying to get in there for years. But for me to hand you this key, I'm going to need something from you. That way I know that I get what I need, and you can have the key. Miles looks confused and slowly starts pulling his dollar back out. Something worth it it to me. So you're looking for collateral, then? That'd be right. Uh, I don't know that we have anything especially valuable. Take a look through the inventory. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a Pidgey (laughs) keychain. That's pretty valuable. Those games are BS. Can't get that. I start rummaging through my pockets and all I have are baseball cards and bullets. <laughs> Wait, why do you have bullets? Remember I got I unloaded that gun back oh. when we were fighting. His mother gave him bullets. That's right. 
I didn't get rid. I didn't just get rid of my bullets. <laughs> of course. Um, I'm gonna look in my pockets. Kenneth, do I have anything of note? Um, yeah, Miles found twenty bucks in his pockets. Maybe yeah. we all have cool stuff. Hmm. Because I don't know of anything that Ben would have on him that is like worth anything. We could give our word. Also, when we entered the carnival, did we um have? Did we leave our weapons at the door or something, or is it open carry? Because I, I have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do too. It's it's Missouri. But, you okay. got open carry. <laughs> that, that's I think a good answer. Not yeah. only do you Missouri. have a gun, you have the smallest gun here. Yeah. <laughs> the The assumption is that you uh, have like a license for it, okay. so like. Uh, they check enough people going in all the time. They're trying to just get people through the door. I don't think that the circus of like a- anomalous, powerful people are too worried about you bringing in guns. Like they can handle it. <laughs> cool. With that being said, is a old shotgun worth enough to be used as collateral? I mean, is it a magic shotgun? Because otherwise, I think you know the answer. No, no, it's a normal shotgun. Now, I have her whisperings of other folk in the area. There's a good chance that there's some other random ass items that got in here. I'm not sure what you all did to make that happen. But if you go and get another item, I may be willing to part with this one. Okay, well, we do have a couple leads where some other stuff might be, so... Do you want to... All right, do you guys want to just go get Anya's item, the the uh, die, and then maybe we can do the old swaparoo? Yeah. But before we go and do this trade, I'm curious what's in the box that you're so desperate for. I mean, what makes you think I'm going to tell you that? Uh, because we has got to be handling this item. And it could be hazardous to our health. It's not going to be hazardous to you. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I have the bargaining chip. She, like, rattles the key. Can we not investigate a mystery here to try to get more information out of her? Um, or manipulate, or manipulate someone? Yeah, You can try to manipulate someone. Would that be you, Ned? Um, I guess I'm doing the asking, so Ned will try to manipulate someone. Ned's not very good at manipulating people, but we'll, <laughs> we'll try it. Yeah, I'm not either. Roll plus charm. Okay, we'll roll this as he keeps pestering her, asking for things. Damn, that's a six and a four. Didn't fail. Ten. Oh my god. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> So she's not going to reveal what's in the box to you, but I think that you um, could realistically convince her to let you just take the key now um, with some restrictions. So I think uh, I will ask you to try to convince her that way in character. Okay, so sorry, could you repeat the second part of what you said again? So she's not willing, she's not going to be willing to tell you what's in the box. Right. Um, but she would be potentially willing to just let you take the key now because it may be more complicated 
by not letting you just take it now and trying to make you run around the place and potentially get caught gotcha, gotcha, doing gotcha. what she wants. So, Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, well, fine. All right. Lady, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna tell us what's in the box, then uh, look this uh, this carnival itself seems a bit hazardous to the health. If we've got to go to more places to get this trade for you, we could get caught before we even before we even get the collateral for you. If you give us this key now, we'd be able to go and get it with less risk for you. Hmm. That's true. He's my kid. Um, but I do need to be able to see where you're going. Or at least have something to guarantee you'll come back with it. I mean, are there any... The Zolt, the great Zoltan seemed to be able to call out where stuff was. Would, would he uh, be able to keep an eye on us for you? He, I mean, he kind of does his own thing. Um... More of a lone wolf here. Uh, tell you what. Why don't you I can give stay. me? Oh no, you don't have to. <laughs> You're more useful to me out there. All right. And... Well, you need collateral. You need to make sure that they come back. So why don't I just stay? Oh no. To make sure that they come back for me. Damn it, Anna. <laughs> Benji, it doesn't make sense for you to stay. You're you're. Big and strong and magical and... Oh, jeez. I guess I can stay if... No, no. I don't need that. Because it's no fun to split up the party. Um, <laughs> tell you what. One of you... Give me a drop of blood. Drop's all I need. Uh, okay, Benji pen, uh, pulls out his his little knife that he's got. Okay, she pulls out like a... A small little his vial. Uh, and he makes a cut on his palm. Okay. And uh, she drops it into the bottle, does a little cork on the top of it, and uh, tosses you uh, the key. Metal as hell. So what's that for? Collateral. I'm starting to think we should have left the gun. Look, as long as you, all of you, come back with what's in that box, we have no worries. So when we come back, you're going to give us Benji's blood back? I mean, I can give it to you back if you want to just destroy it either way. You're very trusting, Benji. I never would have done that. Oh, yeah, you never would have given your blood to someone? (laughs) No, no. It's my item to get. It's my responsibility. Well, if that's what you want to do, well, then I guess that's done and let's see it. Yeah, let's go. Let's go take care of this quick. I don't like the idea of her having your blood. I don't know what she's going to do with it, but it seems like nothing good. Oh, it's not something I can do with it. Well, I guess you'll find out if you don't come back. Mm, let's go, guys. Come on. I don't. I don't like this. We take. Yeah, the Benji key. heads out. He doesn't want to hear anymore. We take. <laughs> the key before heading out yeah <laughs> right she, yeah, gave, she it gave it to us oh she did okay sorry yeah she like uh just shoots you a peace sign and just says have fun at the circus today kids i don't think that was sincere <laughs> <laughs> all right we we get out of there 
Hello everyone, this is your Keeper Kenneth. Welcome, welcome again to the mid-roll. Not a lot of news to talk about this week. I did want to uh, thank Hannah very much for making our uh, both our original logo and the logo for this arc, uh, for the circus arc. Uh, she did an amazing job of adapting it so it fit the theme, uh, and I think it looks very beautiful. So thank you, Hannah. I'm sorry I did not shout you out sooner for that. As always, again, thank you, Michael Winton, for the music. He has done an excellent job. And no new reviews as of yet this week. And no new reviews this week. If you have the time, we'd appreciate if you went and left us a review on Apple Podcasts. I'll do a reading of it on the mid-roll. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and enjoy the rest of the episode. ask where his tent was she said i think she said right uh she didn't but you can like dip back in and ask her she'd tell you that it's uh like towards the center it's just like on the back side of the big top tent that's in the middle well there goes our plan of staying away from the inside for as long as possible <laughs> well, well you don't we... have to go you don't have to go straight there you can work your way around the outside. miles 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 you see the great thing you may learn this someday about things you say, is you don't have to do them. Voila. Oh, we did get the key, didn't we? Oh, but she's, what about the blood? But she's got my blood, dude. Look, she just said that if we don't come back. I don't know what she can do with that. She didn't give us a time. As long as we come I guess back. that's fair, but I mean, Ned offered a pretty good point that what if we get caught? Shouldn't we take care of this so that we can get Benji's blood off the table before we get caught? But then again, going towards the middle of the circus seems like a good way to get caught. Well. Okay, okay. Yeah, let's just go... Let's make our way there eventually and just go get the middle, the next item. I think that's a good idea. I think idea. getting all of the items would be useful. Yeah, I think you're right. Before we do anything super dangerous. The ways I see it, as soon as we get into Manny's tent, there's not a whole lot of going back here in the circus. I figure that, uh, once we get through that, we may be on a clock. Alright, so, who's next? Mine, I think mine's the next closest. They was also, I don't know if you guys saw, uh, on this map that Benji was pointing out, there is, uh, the Amazing Sluggo? <gasps> That does sound interesting to me. Do you think he's a slug? Or is that just his name? Because well, slugs think aren't that amazing. Honestly, they're, as far as I've seen, and I haven't seen a lot of animals, but they seem like kind of the most boring ones. Well, there's only one way to find out in there. I'm let's just board. not take too long. I think you're <laughs> right. Let's Let's go check it out. All right, slugo, slugo, slugo. So on the <laughs> on the little map that I drew up for you, uh, there's like a slight detour you take. Uh, it's you head more out towards the outside of uh, the park to pass by it, but uh, that's kind of what you wanted to do anyway. So uh, yeah, you can stop by uh, the amazing sluggo. Uh, I think you're still passing through uh mostly like gimmicky games uh, in this area uh maybe like some food stalls and such 
Um, so you Any corn head dogs? outward. <laughs> yes, there's probably corn dogs. Okay, Miles buys a corn dog. Finally, <laughs> glad glad you finally got that. Um, yeah. So you head uh, out towards the amazing Sluggo, um, and you come up to his tent. Uh, it's pretty similar to the other ones. Uh, it's got um, it's got another sign that says the amazing Sluggo on the front of it. Um, and you notice on the flyer for him, it just says like slug or man, see his eyes grow into stocks. Um, so you head into this tent for this show here. Um, and as you, uh, take a seat, um, the show is, uh, not got a time posted for it like some of the other ones did, but it just kind of says on the front of it, like, uh, running all day type of thing. Um, so you walk into the tent, um, and the stage and seating area, uh, is quite a bit smaller than what was there for, uh, the occult escapologist. Um, and there is, uh, not really anyone else who has come to see the amazing sluggo, um, but you all take a seat there, um, and you see like a s- slight, like movement of the curtain of the stage and like a little bitty extended eye stalk sticks out and then like quickly, uh, pokes back in, uh, and you hear like some ec- excited and like muffled rustling in the background. Um, and then, uh, you hear like a, speaker shout out like welcome to the amazing sluggo watch him dance watch him sing uh and he then sluggo uh jumps out from behind the curtain uh and he's got some tap shoes on and he does some some shoe tapping and such and what you can see of him uh he's like a fairly regular looking guy but uh his eyes uh are like a slugs so there's stalks that are growing out instead of uh just being placed like normal people's would um and he's just tap dancing and does some like a a little song for y'all that about like how he's a slug man a man slug a slug or a man you may never know um and uh he like does a little pizzazz at the end and uh holds his arms out like ah and that's the show he looks extremely happy and takes a very deep bow that was incredible good job mr sluggo he he wipes like a tear that has fallen down like the entirety (laughs) of the stock of his eye he just says thank thank you killo appreciate it Thank, thank you all for coming by today that was amazing. Wait, surely I can. Can I get your autograph or something? He, that was incredible. He he has like many many tears streaming down now. <laughs> I, I think that's well, called crying. Do you have a a, a pen and anything you'd like me to um to sign? I don't. Does anybody have a pen? I don't have a pen. Oh yeah, I got a pen. Oh thank God. So um, Miles takes his pen and um. His baseball bat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and brings it up to him for him to sign his baseball bat. A, for, for my little slugger. Uh, 
<laughs> That's exactly what he signs. So he sits down on the the end of the stage and uh, he writes to my to the my little slugger or whatever. <laughs> Love it. Uh, signed Sluggo. Wow, Mister Sluggo, you must be you must be one of the best performers here. Surely your show gets way more than that occult escapist that we saw or whatever or the Zoltan you must be a busy man you uh you flatter me kid uh I I don't actually get a whole lot of people that come by my tent I've been around here the longest and uh it definitely blew up right as I started but uh not as many people coming around these days you just need better advertising. They need to put your tent up right in the front. That's where the. Who do I talk to, uh, to get to get your show put right up front? Uh, you can. You'd have to talk to Manny, but I don't. Uh, I don't recommend it. What's uh? What's the deal with Manny? I've heard someone else mention him. Is he? Is he a good boss? What What's he do? Does he put on a show, or does he just run the affairs here? Well, uh, he, he runs the show, um, he doesn't exactly, uh, look out for us all the time, but he's a much better boss than, uh, Fuller was, let me tell you. Well, why do you, why do you guys put up with him if he doesn't look out for you? Like, what's he, what's he do that's so wrong? Um. I'm trying, I'm trying to get some information out of Sluggo now that I've buttered him up. Mm-hmm. I think you uh, have to manipulate a person here, probably, to get some information out of okay. him. Manipulate poor Sluggo. <laughs> no, I, I, no, it's yeah, fine. No, I think it, I, I would say that it would maybe be investigator mystery, but I feel like he is very, very reluctant to talk about this at the moment, so. Okay. It's going to have to be manipulation. Um. Okay, so that is an... Eight plus three, or sorry, eight plus two for charm. So that's a ten. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have the? Uh, I don't have the playbook pulled up. Does anyone have that pulled up? Manipulate someone on a ten plus. They'll do it for the reason you gave them. If you ask too much, they'll tell you the minimum it would take for them to do it, or if there's no way to do it. Sure. So he'll uh, the he will tell you stuff about uh what he knows about like the history of fuller and manny and the circus here um but he's gonna be as uh subtle as he can i guess um so what exactly did you just ask i Uh, I was asking what what's manny's deal like what what does he do that's Mm. so bad to them and i'm trying to figure out what should we be concerned about vis-a-vis manny Mm, gotcha well, uh, um, hmm. I think it's okay. So, Manny has a way of, uh, he can usually hear anything going on with, uh, his people, you know? Uh, any of us circus folk. He, I don't think he pays too much attention to me these days, so... I could probably afford to tell you a little bit without him noticing. He's usually pretty aware of what's going on. Well, I don't want you to get in trouble. I think it'll be okay. He is a ringmaster. Whoever is 
running the circus is the ringmaster. And like a normal circus, a lot of the things here are like a, a lion or a tiger or whatever you'd have out of the circus. And you know you never really have full control over something like that. He stands up there and looks like he runs the world. But all it takes is that lion to turn around on him and that's it. Um, now the performers here are nothing like that, but there are things here that may not be so generous. Now don't get me wrong, Manny's powerful. And he's able to run this place like a well-oiled machine. But the issue with how he runs it... Well, when you have a, a bad belt in your car... You get it replaced. Well... That's kind of what Manny does with this place. Uh, if you don't fall in line... You may just get replaced. And, uh, it's how I've been able to stick around for so long. I've, uh, just kind of been in the background. Not stepped on too many toes. And, uh, not done too much talking. I, I don't think I, I don't think I could tell you anymore. I, I've said too much. Um. No, thank you. I, just, I, I'm sorry. You won't tell. You won't tell Manny. I, I said any of this, right? No, no. I. Yeah. You're the best I, show here. I wouldn't want you to get replaced, and I can't imagine he would ever do that. Because, I mean, if I've seen anything, you bring the real talent here, and he really needs you to keep this circus up and running. Oh no! I trust me, kid. I don't know how many shows you've seen so far, but that uh, escapologist lady, she's amazing. That. What she just does uh, on the hour, that's nothing. That's just something to get you in and out and keep you moving along to see the other shows. You should see whenever she gets to perform in the, the big top tent. She's, her, her big show is amazing. She's able to do so much stuff there. Uh, she's a really, really talented escapologist. And have you been to the water feature area yet? I, I got, haven't. Like, is there something cool there? Oh, the, the Nereids there. They're they're just absolutely amazing. Like, they're, I mean, they're beautiful, obviously, but that's not what really matters. What matters is how gracefully they're able to dance in the water. It, it's just beautiful. They're all extremely talented. And then uh, there's so many other shows here, too. Like, uh, oh, shoot, uh, the, well, the clowns. Um, their, their show is not for everyone, but uh, then there's also, like, uh, Icky. I mean, she's technically a clown these days, too, but she's... Her magic is the most powerful thing I've ever seen. I mean, it, she's also able to do whatever she does, perform, and also help sustain the barrier that keeps out, like, the SCP Foundation and, and all those other threats, like, Fuller, like, the amount of power that that is in that lady is, let me tell you, something something to be afraid of and uh, to respect for sure. 
very, very impressive, honestly. Well, Mr. Sluggo, I think you deserve to be respected, too, and I, I hope you feel that way, too. Just oh, don't get too down I've on yourself. Friends. No, You're a no, great no, show here. I've, I've got friends here, and I'm, I know that my show isn't the most unique. I'm just kind of a guy who's got some slug eyes, and I, I do what I can. I, I know that people respect the amount of work that I'm able to do. I'm still able to entertain and help here and there as I'm able. But right. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I shouldn't hold you up too much longer. You probably got uh, plenty of other shows to go see today. But yeah, uh, we gotta go. Thank check you out all for uh, stopping in and, and chatting. Uh, Thanks for your time. Means so a lot. I'll remember you. <laughs> all right. And uh, as soon as we're out of Slogo's tent, uh, Ned kind of turns to the rest of the group. Hey guys, did you hear what he said in there about? That, uh, the ringmaster, Manny, he can hear all of the performers? I remember, yeah, I caught that part. Yeah, the contortionist, uh, sh- or the escapist, she said, see, and he said, hear. You think that that contortionist is setting us up? If Manny could hear everything that she was saying, if he was paying attention at that time. That's a good point, and Sluggo also said that the contortionist is, like, a pretty big deal, so she was most likely being listened to. Yeah, and you'd think that there's, uh, if she's a pretty big deal, then the closer you are to the inner circle, I'd guess the the more uh, in cahoots you are with Manny. Hmm. Now, granted, she's still, I guess she is still kind of towards the, towards the periphery. But that's, uh, that's something we should keep in mind while we're going along. Maybe that's a good point. Maybe that's why she wants whatever whatever Manny has. Maybe they had like a, a falling out, and she's trying to get back at him. Ah, that could be. Now, all I'm saying is, she wants us to go steal a box from Manny, who we know is super dangerous. Whereas we could also just go steal a vial of blood from her, who might not be as dangerous as Manny. I think that's up to Benji. Uh, Yeah, you were very forthcoming with that blood, though. (laughs) I say we go collect everything else and then see how we feel after we do that. All right. I just wanted to, to bring that up first, though. Pure blood. Maybe we can get some more information. Yeah, we we need more information. All right. So we go to the to the Nereids or next. Yep. So um, as you leave Sluggo's tent, uh, you walk off in the direction of where the Nereids tent would be. Um, And as you, it doesn't take too long for you to start to get to like the uh, water park area of the park. It's not like a pool type of thing with a bunch of water slides because. Those are disgusting, and uh, Herman Fuller runs a tighter show than that. It's very sanitary and clean. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, you walk up to this area. It's got like um, kind of like you'd see it more of like a zoo type of area. It's got like lots of different pools with areas where like a seal would be leaping out of the water and uh, playing or whatever. Um, And you're able to see what like the... uh, water wildlife that's in the area here it um 
like there are maybe some seals and otters that have like wings or whatever and there's something special about them i'm not exactly sure what it would be but uh they look like they're kept very humanely and uh you're also able to as you uh start to approach the area um you are able to lean up on like a railing or something to watch uh some of the shows that are going on uh in the water area um and you see uh off in the distance there are some uh mermaids that are uh leaping out of the water doing some flips midair um doing uh oh what's the the like there's an olympic sport that's uh like you're in the water and you're able to like synchronize swimming syn- yeah that's water it. polo <laughs> yeah there's <laughs> there's some water polo going off on the side but uh yeah there's synchronized swimming uh uh the nereids uh mermaids or whatever you want to call them uh they are doing like the most coordinated synchronized swimming routine that you've ever seen um, and they're able to like do moves and uh, maneuvers that are humanly impossible. Um, and they're moving through the water much more swiftly and gracefully than uh, anyone or anything you would ever be able to observe. Um, and you think that uh, Sluggo was probably not kidding at all whenever he said that uh, their show is amazing and breathtaking. Um, And at this moment, uh, you're able to see some of the beauty of the circus um, and take in some of the good parts of it for just a moment. All content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. For all SCPs used and referenced within our episodes, please see our page on the SCP Foundation Wiki. You can find us at scp-wiki.net slash scp-play-podcast-hub, which is also linked on our Anchor page. Thank you to Michael Winton for all the music that we use in our show, and thank you for listening.